For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. And it is us, The Approach Shot. How are you, Mr. Michaels, sir? Good, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. We've got a great guest. If you are a golf fan, you are going to know this woman's name. And if you're not a golf fan, why are you listening to this show? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing of it is, is I, I, would have, I would bet that even if you're not a golf fan, you have heard this woman's name. I agree. And you know I who agree. she is. Jane Blaylock, who is one of the pioneers of the LPGA, mm-hmm. has been involved in everything from say 1970 on in the growth of ladies golf the lpga all kinds of legends tour stuff she has been just a a, the the mountain of success in women's golf yeah and she there was a story i had heard from my buddies up at uh, french lick who were instrumental in helping the legends tour get off the ground in fact the Mm -hmm. the legends lpga hall of fame is at French Lake Resort. Oh, is that right? It is up at the um, yeah, the West Baden Hotel in French Lake Resort in West Baden, Indiana, which is right next to French Lake. Uh, but we don't need geography lessons. What they did at one time is, is you know, I just came back, as I mentioned, from the senior LPGA Tour. The Legends people, and Jane Blaylock was one of the movers and shakers of the Legends Tour, they said, why doesn't the PGA have a senior LPGA? They've got PGA senior PGA and then the LPGA they don't do senior LPGA so that was a question that came up at a meeting in French Lick and Janie said well let's call somebody and they picked up the phone and they called uh, the the commissioner of the LPGA right then and there 
Oh wow, that's and, true. you yeah, know she seems she seems like the type who would drag her feet a lot. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and then uh, he said, well, it comes down to sponsorship, as she will mention in her interview a few times. And that yeah. too was like, okay, <laughs> we'll hang it up from you now, and now we're calling other people, there and and that was basically taken care of before the meeting ended, and voila, the senior LPGA championship was born. And that is why she is in the Hall of Fame. It is one of the reasons why. The other thing is that she won a couple of tournaments. <laughs> she might have done a couple of things actually on the golf course. Yes, indeed. Hey, it's Ryder Cup week as well. And so this is airing uh, starting on Sunday. So most of the action has already happened except for the finals. So this is yep. going to be a very interesting week. And I'm not sure I understand the politics behind the Ryder Cup. I've spent a lot of time on social media this week, and there's a lot of people saying this guy should be in or that guy should be in, this guy should be captain. What I know about it is this is a real chance for American golf to compete with the rest of the world. And we've got some great golfers from everywhere. So this should be a lot of fun. It always is. Uh, they had the Ryder Cup here a few years ago in, uh, in Louisville at Valhalla. And uh, oh, I, I was lucky nice. enough to be able to attend all all three sessions, all three days. It's, it's phenomenal to be there. So now what we're going to do, Jane, is put this in your head. Why isn't there a women's Ryder Cup team? There is. It's called the Solheim Cup. See, see every time I, I come up with a great idea and then present it to you, I know full well it's such a good idea that it's already being done. It's You got it. You know what they call that? Everybody who's listening, who's pointing their finger at their TV, at their, at their TV or at their uh, radio right now, that's called lack of research. <laughs> I know, I know. We're winging it. What do you want to do? It's, it's a podcast. I can, I can guarantee you, it's the last lack of research you will hear from Mr. Michaels today. That's for sure. He's got reams of research, and uh, we are going to bring in our guest uh, when we come right back. We are the Approach Shot. Hang out with us because James. Jane Blaylock is our guest, and she will be here in just a few minutes. Don't you go away. Have you dumped your overpriced, still have to go to the drugstore razor that your daddy used? I have. I switched to Harry's. In fact, I'm still using the original blade, and after three weeks, I'm still getting a close, comfortable shave. I guess that's why Harry's can offer a 100% money-back guarantee, huh? Hey, it's Neil. And with Harry's, you don't have to choose between a great shave and a fair price. That's because my Harry's razor contours to my face and gives me a close, comfortable shave at a great price. Yours will, too. Come on. Stop paying too much. For a limited time, Harry's is offering listeners of The Approach Shot their starter set at harrys.com slash approach. The starter set includes a five-blade razor, a weighted ergonomic handle, foam shaving gel, and a travel blade cover. A $13 value, all for just three bucks. There's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash approach to redeem your offer today. Again, that's a $13 value for only $3. But to get it, go to harrys.com slash approach. And we asked you to stick with us and come back, and you obviously have. We appreciate that. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil the Michaels. Neil the Michaels. <laughs> Together, we're known as the Approach Shot, and we promised you a legend. And the golf world has been a better place since this woman picked up a club for the first time. <laughs> uh, we want to say hello and thank you very much for gracing us with your presence to Jane Blaylock. Well, wow, that's uh, that's uh, quite an intro. 
Well, hey, you're quite a person. I, I remember I first ran into you. Now, I, I won't say I met you because you were well protected in those days, but <laughs> but I was working as a uh, as a fledgling child prodigy disc jockey in Wheeling, West Virginia, in the <laughs> late seventies. So you and, should remember this. Yeah, and I'm well. The seventies are kind of foggy for me, all of them. But uh, you you guys were playing at the Spidell up in, in Wheeling, West Virginia on an annual basis. And it was the most fun golf I ever watched. It was great. You people. Oh, that, were- place, that place is fabulous. Isn't it though? But I mean, there's no flat lies anywhere on that course. <laughs> well, that's, you know, the reason I did win there a couple of times. Yes. And I won-, won there the time I was there watching. Yeah. I won one time by like significant margin and uh, in fact, my friends all called me Miss Ogilvy Park to put it in perspective. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the reason uh, I was able to, uh, you know, handle those uh, very uneven lies, I grew up in New Hampshire, so I played mm-hmm. a lot of mountain goat courses. So uh, I was I was totally prepared for that type of golf course, and it was uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, it's always fun when you win, but uh, it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, the fans were great there, and uh, it was just a good time. So, John, am I allowed to run down her her uh, history? Yes, give, give the, uh, the 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 re- resume. <clears throat> Let's see here, Ms. Blaylock. Twenty seven titles, nineteen sixty nine Rookie of the Year. We won't. That didn't date you at all. No, no, I was ten. <laughs> there you go. Of course. Um, most improved golfer, nineteen seventy and seventy one. I'm going to get back to that. 1972 Dinah Shore, richest prize in women's golf winner. Then after a herniated disc, which we'll also talk about, 1985 (laughs) comeback player of the year. So we're talking three decades of excellence. And then uh, entered into the Legends Hall of Fame in 2014. I'm sure I missed a bunch of wins and other accolades, but that's insanely impressive. I was going to say you, you left out the 299 consecutive cuts. No, I didn't leave that out. That was going to come up later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Jane, if you're the 1969 Rookie of the Year, how then can you be most improved in 1970? It sounds like you started with the bar up here. <laughs> you know, usually when they say most improved, it's somebody who had an injury or showed some promise, but was, you know, like this, if you were already the rookie of the year and then you got better in 1970 and better in 1971, how high must you have set the bar early in your career? Well, as high as I said it today, uh, it was, uh, well, let's see. I believe when I won rookie of the year, I won between four and $5,000. Hmm. You know, similar to what they play for today. And then uh, <laughs> the following year, I tripled my earnings So uh, and uh, actually won uh, my first tournament in, uh, in 19, um, let's see, when I win that, 1970. I won in Atlanta. So I went from being just, uh, you know, a rookie, a kid that no one ever heard of, to winning um, actually a couple of tournaments in, in 1970. So uh Then the following year, I guess I must have doubled or tripled money again. (laughs) (laughs) So it was all about the stature and the dollars. Right. And then then, then I was seasoned. Uh, (laughs) It was uh, was, uh, interesting. Yeah, I did uh, climb up the list rather quickly and not just about the money, certainly, but the the finishes and, uh, and consistency. 
at what point in that early part of your career did you know, oh my gosh, I'm getting to a point where I'm losing the nervousness. I'm starting to work on how I am perceived within the LPGA. And did you know at that point that you were probably going to be at the top of the field? To answer the first part, uh, never got over the nervousness. Um, That's something that uh, helps you maintain your edge. And it means you care. It means you have passion. So I was nervous every single time I teed it up. Mm. But I think it probably was um, in leaning toward 1972. You know, I think uh, I remember some of the players thinking after one of my first tournament, that was a fluke. That's not going to happen again. So I guess I must have listened to that. So I think the fact that I always felt the underdog really helped me because you have to watch those underdogs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I think that's uh, that others never thought I was the real deal. Maybe try a little harder. And I think I knew I had arrived when I won the um, Colgate Down Ashore in 1972. You know, having that edge is is so very important. And uh, I I have it today. How does a woman learn how to play golf in New Hampshire (laughs) to the point where they can compete as one of the best ever on the LPGA? I mean, the the golf season in New Hampshire is like five months long. And I know because I grew up in Boston. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, yeah, and so we're, you know, certainly north of Boston. Uh, It was a very short season, but I think it it proved out to be an advantage to me because, uh, yeah, I played golf in the summer. You know, play from June through September, maybe in October. We used to get earlier snows then. And uh, I did other things. I was a normal person. You know, I played Mm -hmm. baseball. I played softball. I played basketball. Golf was not my entire life. So I think that uh, I was a good athlete. So the fact that I was well-rounded uh, was definitely an asset to me. And that's why I still enjoy the game today. You know, I wasn't pushed to playing by my parents and uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. And I think the fact that I didn't have golf all year round uh, just kind of allowed me to, um, to save uh, some of my energy for uh, later in my career. So you didn't get burned out too early, like a lot of kids are doing these oh. days. Yeah, I mean, they talk about retiring it, you know, when they're 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, so I was just, you know, hoping to reach my peak by that time. Uh, so, it, yeah, it's it's very different. And I certainly didn't start quite as young as they mm-hmm. do today. Or if yeah. I did, it was, uh, very, you know, more recreational. I had had the opportunity to play in the Pro-Am for the Symmetra Tour, Donald Ross Classic yeah. at French Lake this year. Those women, I, I met a bunch of them, and they're just... I don't understand because they're not playing for a whole lot of money. They're playing basically because they still really have fun playing the game, but they're living out of suitcases. It's got to get to you after a while, doesn't it? That that lifestyle. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I, I actually taught school before I joined the LPJ <laughs> tour. So um, it kind of, okay, do I want to go out and play golf and pack suitcases or do I want to be in the classroom with brats? So yeah. uh, <laughs> we, we know which one I, I, I chose. So I think I just felt really lucky. And yeah, yeah I mean, in uh, that era, we drove from, uh, you know, we caravan, drove from yeah. site to site. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have our iPhones with, uh, you know, with uh, 
Google Maps and, uh, you know, GPSs. We had to look at like a real map. So someone had to be reading the map while the other person was driving. And stop and, and ask directions. Yeah. It, it was. Well, they're women, so they would do that. <laughs> you know, it was it was an adventure. And I think it's all attitude. I mean, just yeah. felt so lucky to be out there playing the game of golf. And the kids on the Symmetra tour, I mean, they're, yeah, they're pretty much kids. Um, It's, you know, they're aspiring to join the LPGA and many of them have sponsors and, uh, you know, who are kind of helping with their bankroll and have Mm -hmm. friends and parents caddying for them. So um, they're just, they're just happy to be there. They are. And it was, it was great. You could tell they were happy to be there. I've never had so much fun playing golf with strangers before. It was great. (laughs) It was great. Uh, Neil, I know you're not going to be able to relate to this coming from Baltimore and living in San Diego and never having a hometown baseball team. But Jane (laughs) and I have had a few conversations in person because we are both Red Sox fans. fans. You think? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think we're we're doing okay right now. Yeah, Yeah. we're close. (laughs) Here. Yeah, we, so, we've uh, we've been what a you know great sports town between the Bruins, Sox, and the Patriots. Uh, yeah. We've had a lot of fun. Do <laughs> the Red Sox actually end up pulling off that last wild card, or do the Yankees and Toronto catch you? Oh well, I mean I'm a glass half full girl, okay. uh, so uh, yeah, I mean we've got uh, Erod can uh, he can kind of maintain us you know, a decent pitching level and Chris sale can stay healthy mm-hmm. for the rest of the season. Uh, right. Then we've got a chance, but uh, you know, those damn Yankees. You can never, ever uh, count them out. I mean, they've been so streaky this year. They started out horribly, which was is all exciting to all of us in Boston. <laughs> then they, uh, they had that streak. Then they had a bad streak. So mm-hmm. you just don't know. Yeah. And as our mantra always has been, is anybody but the Yankees. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's even fun watching the, you know, the World Series when we're not in it, if the Yankees are, because you have someone to root against. Yeah, that's, right. Interest, that's right. <laughs> I tell people based on the nine years that I lived in Atlanta, that my favorite college football team is the University of Anybody Playing Georgia. <laughs> just so I, I i feel you on the uh, anybody but yankees absolutely we'll be uh, talking uh, more about the golf and sports in general with jane blaylock when we come right back hang with us we are the approach shot i've been telling you all summer that arnold palmer spiked is the perfect refreshment after 18 holes but today for the first time i had an arnold palmer spike after hitting a large bucket at the driving range The classic blend of iced tea and lemonade with 5% ABV was the perfect cool-down. Neil Michaels here, and with the cooler weather upon us, wherever you go, you'll enjoy it more with Arnold Palmer Spiked. For the classic refreshment that fits you like your favorite fall sweater, nothing beats Arnold Palmer Spiked. It's the perfect balance of brewed teas and real juice, now with 5% ABV. Find Arnold Palmer Spiked at a store near you, at arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach, or search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. That's arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee, malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again, 800-590-0443. And thanks for being back. We are the approach shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels, Jane Playlock. Um, could we say one of the pioneers of the LPGA? I mean, I'm not a Patty Burke, Louise Suggs, and Marilyn Smith, but uh, I was no. But you're one of the people who brought a lot of attention yeah. to the LPGA. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we had uh, we the era that in which I played, you know, along with Jan Stevenson and uh, Patty Sheehan and Julie Inkster, Nancy Lopez. And I did play some which with Patty Berg and Louise Suggs, which was uh, a Mickey Wright. I mean, the, the greatest of all time, which was a fabulous experience. So I kind of bridged a couple of those very special generations, but uh, I love the era in which I played. And uh, yeah, I'd say a, a trailblazer, so to speak. There you go. Yeah. And John, you know what? We can get away with calling her a legend because, you know, she's on the Legends Tour. Yeah. Yeah. And in the <laughs> so, Legends Hall of Fame. That's <laughs> right. So that actually isn't, you know, us stretching just to impress her or to make her feel better. That actually comes with her name. <laughs> exactly. Boy, the, the game from the men's and women's side has changed so much since 1970 or so mm-hmm. uh, forgetting the prize money, the way they've the, you know, we've talked to a couple of other, other um, athletes and, and golfers and caddies and even people who cover the game. And they say, you know, back in 1970 or even 1980, you didn't have to be, you didn't have to look like an athlete. You were still an athlete, but you didn't have to look like an athlete. You didn't hit the gym and all that. You spent the time on the course at the driving range working on your game. Here we are, fast forward 30, 40 years, and the men and women look like athletes. They spend the time working on their bodies. They spend the time working out in the gym. Has that really helped the game, make, making these golfers more athletic, or is hitting a ball still hitting a ball? Uh, yeah, hitting a ball, still hitting a ball. Uh, but I'm my uh, answer by saying I'm really glad I played in the generation when I did, because it was a lot more fun to go to the 19th hole than go to the gym falling. <laughs> um, but it's uh, I think you get a lot more injuries now. There's such an emphasis on the uh, on the fitness, um, the point where the muscles look like they're just so tight. I mean, especially some of the guys on the PGA, it's like they're going to, you know, burst out of their shirts. The sad thing for the game of golf, it's between the equipment and all the bodybuilding, is that uh, so many of these fabulous courses are not playable anymore. Yeah. I mean, they ha- they have to trick up the course. They have to buy new real estate, even at Augusta, to accommodate the distance in which, um, you know, the golf ball yeah. is hit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's sad. I think that USGA maybe let that get away with what they've done with the equipment and the golf balls. You know, it's uh, it's not as easy to play shots. So we were a generation more of shot makers, mm-hmm. cut the ball, fade the ball, win shots. And now we just, you know, you had to uh, carve the tee shots between bunkers, uh, you know, around trees. Now it's just you blow it right over them. 
Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of it's taken some of the. I mean, believe me, that their their short game is it looked like a Jordan Spieth. You know his <laughs> his chipping ability. Yeah. But he needs it because he misses a lot of greens. <laughs> it's uh, you can't take any away from that. But uh, it's just entirely different game of golf today. And the that, courses are so they're perfectly manicured, so you don't have that challenge. Um, you know, the greens are all similar speeds. Uh, game's never easy, but it's easier to um, hit uh, great golf shots today. Yeah, I, I always think that like. Guys like Bryson DeChambeau, he especially, they look so uncomfortable <laughs> when when they address the ball. I mean, it's 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 not what we were always taught. You know, you address the ball, you get comfortable, you're relaxed, and you can hit it. And he's all tight, and it's like, how's he? He, look, he looks like basically just Iron, iron Byron with uh, with a head on him. You know, <laughs> you need earplugs for his practice swings. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, it's just the brute strength. Um, yeah, it's not exactly Sam Sneed. I'm not dating myself. It's nothing you want know, beautiful to watching uh, a Sam Sneed fluid, rhythmic golf swing. Um, no, it's just strength. It's just, as I said, it's not grace and finesse. Yeah. And yet we learned this year that no matter how much you, you, uh, how far you can hit the ball or how much you bulk up that putting still wins. <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So you have um, a lot going on these days. Now that we've talked a little bit about your past, you have a lot going on these days between um, the clinics that you do, the legends tour, fill us in on, on what Jane's doing these days. Yeah. I mean, I wear a couple of hats. Uh, I enjoy both of them both Red Sox and Patriots. <laughs> Get that Sorry about there. losing Brady. Um, Not really. our, uh, you know, I had a successful golf career, but uh, I tell everyone what I'm most proud of is really creating our women's PGA golf clinics. We have, we do 12 events around the country. We um, introduce uh, successful women, women business to the game because it's certainly an asset for relationship development and um, it's it, it's been proven that women who uh, who play golf um, and who play sports just seem to uh, excel more so in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. So um, we have these events of major markets around the country. We um, they play nine holes of golf. We bring in the best LPGA and PGA uh, women coaches. And it's just uh, it, it's just a fabulous day. I mentioned got back from Chicago. We had a hundred women there, all wow. different skill levels. Great Westmoreland Country Club. We go to Dallas next week. Um, then we finish up. We go to Charlotte, Raleigh, and uh, finish our season uh, in Delray Beach at the Great Seagate Ooh. Country Club. So very uh, nice. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, we just uh, two weeks ago finished our BJ's Charity Championship. We had a team event. I'm, I'm proud to say that my team, Patricia Manu Labouk, who is from France, she actually won the Dinosaur one year. We tied on the Kassarnstam's team of All Susan right. Billy, you know, our uh, just recent president of the PJ of America. Mm-hmm. We had Julie Inkster, Laura Davies, uh, Nancy Lopez. Uh, it was just a fabulous field. And, uh, you know, we had a couple thousand spectators and 
raised uh, raised over three million dollars with the BJ's Charitable Foundation. So um, between the two different hats, uh, Legends Tour and our Women's PGA Clinics, uh, I'm very happy. You know, I, I'm going to say something. I, I went to uh, the grand opening of um, American Dunes Golf Course mm-hmm. from the Folds of Honor guys up in Michigan, and I was uh, I was I was in the group right behind the group that um, uh, Miss Lopez was playing in, and it was just just it was cool just to be on the same course at the same time with her. Oh, I mean, she's, I mean, uh, just, she's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean she even. Yeah, she saw me hit a ball. Great shot. And I'm going, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, she is, uh, she's approachable. She's personable. And uh, genuine is the word that comes to mind. Yeah. And she can still play. Actually, yes, the day before the event, uh, Nancy and I were paired together with two of the folks from uh, BJ's. So riding in the cart, we had a blast, you know, talking golf and uh and we both tried to hit it farther than each other, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but he can, he can still putt. I, you know, oh, watched yeah. him make many and winning all those, you know, 40 some odd tournaments. So that's it. One of the things that Neil and I talk about a lot on the show here, too, is how that that the the average male golfer, the the weekend guy, he can't relate to the PGA tour players anymore. I mean, oh, I, I can't sit no. there and relate to a guy hitting a 187-yard shot with a pitching wedge. <laughs> right. You know? But the women's game, it's, it's so much more relatable to the average golfer. Yeah. The distances are the same, and it's just you, you just feel more of a, a compatriotness with them for some reason. Yeah, well, you know, it's I think that uh, there are, women are a lot stronger, certainly, than they used to be because mm-hmm. of the fitness that um, sure. you know, we alluded to. But the swings have to be more perfect because you can't overcome that with strength. You know, it's more difficult for the women to get the ball out of the rough. You know, I marveled when DeChambeau won at Wingfoot. You know, it was like 18-inch rough. (laughs) And it just, you know, take out his 9-iron and stop it on the green. So uh, the women have to be, you have to, again, um, utilize more rhythm and more of that grace that I made Mm -hmm. reference to. Um, but now the women are uh, when I when I watch the uh, young players on the on the um, uh, LPG, and I'm sure you experience with Symmetra. You know, I mean, I hit my eight iron 125 to 130. They're hitting at 160. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, so everything you just said, John, about relatable. Some of the guys can't anymore. relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they've they've passed us by again. That's right. They can relate to the legends. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. You know, what's what's funny, I was thinking about this before we came on. I think one of the things uh, based on our John's and my age, of course, you don't fit into this, Jane, because you're much (laughs) younger. (laughs) But um, I think one of the great experiences of our lives was Billie Jean King against Bobby Riggs. And I think that that did so much for women's tennis. I would love to see something like that in Legends Golf, you know, something where we take a Jane Blaylock or a Nancy Lopez are just a stellar name who can still play and go up against a mediocre senior player and just watch the woman <laughs> kick his rear end all over the course. <laughs> and I think that would be fun, but I also think it would be really interesting to team up a senior woman and a senior guy. You know, Mickelson's about to go into the senior group, um, but there's a whole bunch of really good players in the senior tour, both women and men. And it would be kind of fun to see you know, paired up twosomes playing in a tournament together. And I say that 
with a look on John's face like they already do that. So I hope that's not. <laughs> oh, actually, no, that's something that we would love to do. We for years, years ago, we had the mixed team event. It was mm -hmm. always played down in the Tampa St. Pete area. And that was such fun. I remember I had uh, Hale Oren was my partner, uh, Tom Pertzer, Scott Hoke, and mm -hmm. the, everyone still talks about it. And uh, we would love to get a mixed senior event. In fact, we've had conversations, but uh, I think a lot of the, uh, the senior tour players would enjoy it. But mm -hmm. uh, it all comes, like everything else, uh, comes down to sponsors. Money. Hey, Michael, Michael Whalen. Remember, remember when you said anything you could do to help us would be great. I'm talking straight to you. You got Golf Channel, you know, in your in your history. You are the Golf Channel guy. Put this together. That's it. Make it happen. I'd love to see. Yeah, there Jane. you go. I'd love to see Jane and Fred Couples play together. Oh, there you go. You know, I think uh, who did? I think that uh, Jan Stevenson was paired with Fred Couples back. Oh, really? Back in the day, I was trying to recall some of the teams. Yeah. Go ahead, and John. It was Laura Davies and John Daly. Now that was oh, oh wow, yeah. So, go ahead, John. Um, she said John. She said Jan Stevenson. Go ahead. You know you want to go. Ahead. No, no, I'm not going to. No, go ahead. No, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Jan Jan Stevenson won the BJ's team with her partner Laura Diaz. She hmm. did. Yeah, I mean they played so well so uh it was fun i said i was you know playing in the same group with them it was just another birdie another birdie <laughs> so uh, yeah about a month ago now i was up at french lick for the senior lpga championship she was playing and i was at the mansion pete die mansion just doing my radio show those weekend golf guys another show we do and jan was in the lobby putting on the carpet <laughs> and and, uh, and brendan sweeney you know brendan um, oh yeah. You know, he just he just came by and he said he said, Jan, you know, John, you should be on his radio show. He's on 102 radio stations. You should be on there. So we got her coming on down the road a little bit. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Great. She yeah. she's terrific. And uh yeah, as soon she, as I learned how to speak she, Australian. She made some putts, so maybe I better go home and work on this. <laughs> yeah. John has met a number of of celebrities and people in the golf world over time, but he looked visibly shaken after meeting her. <laughs> <laughs> he has that effect. Yeah, she does. Hey, we have an effect. We have six questions that will have an effect on Miss Blaylock. We call it a six pack. Don't get, okay. up, don't get excited. It's not that kind of six pack. No, it's not. We'll be right back. It's not Guinness. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are the approach shot. Don't move. Hey, let's talk a little about daily fantasy sports here. See, I love to play, but I haven't had a lot of success, and it's been a little frustrating. Apparently, I'm not the only one, because 85% of the people who play lose. So when we started talking with Stat Hero about advertising here in the show, I asked what makes Stat Hero different. The answer made me a believer. See, Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head -head fantasy matchup. Winner take all. No one else does that. Since I signed up back in late May, I've won about as much as I've lost, which is only because there are three Dodgers hitters that always seem to screw up my stats. Seriously, this is the most fun I've ever had playing DFS. So come on and join me. Go to stathero.com approach, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash approach. Stathero.com slash approach. Hey, 
thanks for hanging and coming back. I am John Ashton, along with Neil Michaels. We are The Approach Shot. Jane Blaylock has been our very wonderful guest so far during the show. Tolerant, I think, is the word you were looking tolerant. for. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could be. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to put her on a hot seat now, and uh, and Neil's going to do his thing with six in-depth, tell-us-your-special-secrets questions. There you go. And pardon me for having to look off. I was having some computer issues before. So <laughs> question one, Jane, who, when you were playing, did you enjoy competing against the most? Joanne Carner. What, what took you so long to come up with that answer? <laughs> Why is that? I'm slow on the draw. because She was the <laughs> ultimate competitor and to beat her was so difficult. So it was always really fun uh, going head to head with her. Very nice. All right, question two. We are lending you the approach shot time machine. You can come back as any golfer at any time, male or female, except yourself. Who would it be and why? Oh, I would say uh, Mickey Wright. Just, uh, just a fabulous human being. Uh, most beautiful golf swing. Uh, I've heard it said man or woman of all time. And uh, she left on her own terms, which I ten, which I did on the LPGA. I didn't overstay my welcome. And uh, she was the champion of champions. Very nice. All right. Question three. What is your favorite golf word or golf phrase? Oh, that's a I have to think about that one. <laughs> Um, I can tell you what my least is, and that's golfing. If I hear I'm going golfing one more time, <laughs> it makes it makes me uh, make, makes me shiver. Um, just uh, maybe it's that golf is not a game of perfect. Ooh. Ooh, I'm surprised how many people when I ask that question say four. I'm thinking <laughs> well, it should probably be your least favorite. <laughs> Well, for the most of the people we ask, it's the word they use most often. There you go. That's right. All right, John. This one's for you, buddy, because you mentioned it before. Okay. Jane, you made 299 straight cuts, the most in the history of golf, male or female. What do you remember the most about that streak? Breaking it. <laughs> the, uh, the final event, it was, uh, I was not, uh, it was in um, Northern California. I was not scheduled to play. I was home in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, my hometown, relaxing because I'd had a heavy schedule. And I got a call from the commissioner of the LPGA saying, we need you to play this tournament because they used to have to guarantee the top uh, five out of 10 of the, you know, uh, yeah, the top 10 players. And I went, oh, I got to get on a plane to go to California. I didn't want to go. I didn't play that golf course well before. So I went and I played. And I hit it OB on the last hole. Oh, I won. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it was a heck of a celebration because we were very close to Carmel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think we, what we know, know about Jane at this point so is, is win we or went lose. Celebrated, a celebration. celebrated at the old hog's breath. And I do remember that very well. <laughs> Surprising because usually when I celebrate like that, I remember nothing. I remember the headache the next morning. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, question five. You can sit down and have a cocktail and talk golf or any sports with any athlete in history. Who would it be? Oh, I think, and I, I have, um, I have done it. Um, 
Carl Yastrzemski. Oh, very nice. Carl and we would talk sports and life and what it was like competing under pressure. Uh, and I just, I cherish those conversations uh, that I had. And he also happened to be a former Red Sox player. Yeah. He's a great former Red Sox player. Yeah. So it, was just, it was really fun because it was not just a surface. It was a really in-depth conversations we've had. Yeah. As a quick, quick aside in the fifth grade, I went to, to school with Ann Mambouquet, mm. whose uncle was Bill Mambouquet. Bill, yeah. And, and she liked me a lot. And uh, we used we used to go to Fenway Park quite often together, uh, even when her uncle wasn't pitching. But you know, it was always great to go and say, "Hey, uh, Bill Mumbleket left us tickets." It's- yeah, Mumble. That that's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, do you watch his son play for the Giants? Yes. Yeah. I'm so grandson. Grandson. Yeah, grandson. Yeah. Grandson. Yeah. He's yeah. he's uh, he's going to be great. He's already yeah. very good. He's going so ha- to be so happy for him. Yes, Me too. Yeah. All right. Question six. We ask this of everybody who comes on the show. Since we are the approach shot, Jane, in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Oh, just uh, never, ever give up on anything. Whew. Wow. She's prepared. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, I mean, that that was, I didn't have to think about that. That's something that uh, it's like daily. And it's, I was that way in the game of golf, which is why I made the cuts. And uh, but I apply that to my business, you know, with our um, if it's a matter of, uh, you know, we always have to identify sponsors for our, you know, women's PGA clinics. And I just keep at it and keep at it and keep at it. And, uh, you know, said I'm said earlier, I'm a glass half full. So um, Mm -hmm. perseverance is the key with a good attitude. Very nice. And, And as the guy who does the ad sales for this group. Hats off to KPMG for all the things they've done with you uh, for the PGA clinics. John, she did great. She's off the hot seat. You, my dear, did very well. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Well, what do you expect for for a girl from New England? Yeah, Yeah, nothing less. That's for sure. (laughs) Indeed. All right. Well, Jane, it was fantastic speaking with you uh, uh, on on the show here. Uh, I've I've enjoyed the few conversations we've been able to have at French Lick uh, over the past few years. And uh, and again, just thanks for spending time with us, gracing us with your presence. How how about some some shameless self promotion? Where can people find what you're doing now and and find out more about the Legends Tour and about your clinics? Yeah. Well, thank you. So it's uh, jbcgolf.com. That's kind of everything that we do, the name of our company. And the clinics specifically are KPMG Women's PGA Clinics.com. I know it's a mouthful, but that has our entire schedule. And uh, yeah, that's where I can be found. And thank you. Thank you for having me. We'll do it again sometime. Sounds good to us. We're all over that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you, Jane. When it comes to thinning hair, sadly, I'm a bit of an expert. Hey, it's Neil Michaels, and I'm here to tell you about Nutrafol. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage without compromise. Its 21 potent natural ingredients also support sex drive, better sleep, and less stress. Not bad, huh? Nutrafol is the hair supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, and environmental factors, all of which might be 
impacting your hair growth. Guys, in a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after just three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by over 1,500 top doctors. You too can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code APPROACH to save $15 off your first month subscription. That's the best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code APPROACH. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total T. New Nugenics Total T is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total T helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. When are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. And we are back again for a few moments yet together. The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Jane Blaylock has left the building. She is on her way to other things. We've been doing this. Have we said at the end of the show something self-effacing like, do these people really know what show they're on? (laughs) Or how do we get these people that are so good? I have to tell you, when you talk to people like Jane Blaylock, you realize it doesn't matter how big they are. Most people just are great to talk to. And that was just like sitting down and having a beer with an old friend. Exactly. She was fantastic. I got to tell you it. one small little little story, little anecdote we played. Uh, again, I want to bring up, not that I want to self-promote myself, but sure. those Weekend Golf Guys radio show that I do with my co-host Jeff Smith, who's one of America's top 100 golf instructors. We played in the Pro-Am for the first, for the inaugural Legends championship that was played at French Lick about six years ago. Wow. You weren't even a senior then. I was not. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and and I were on the team along with one other press guy and Jeff's at the time, 15 year old daughter. Oh my. Who was a very good golfer and was working through high school championships, working on getting a scholarship to college to play golf. We were playing at the Pete Dye course at the French Lick Resort, which is a very difficult golf course. And she hit a shot, really nice shot. We were all down. You know, it was a scramble format. It was her drive that we were playing. And she hit probably one of the sweetest, crispest pitching wedges I have ever seen in my life from where her ball had landed and put it about six feet from the pin. Wow. Okay. And then we hear this voice behind us going, oh, sweetheart, that was beautiful. 
turned around and it was Jane Blaylock. (laughs) (laughs) When you get a compliment like that, I mean, it made her weak. Yeah. You know, I think she probably still remembers Jane Blaylock complimenting her on a golf shot. It was just phenomenal. Yeah, well, I mean, you just, in, in the interview, you were just talking about how Nancy Lopez said something yeah. like that to yeah. you. <laughs> I, you see, if, if that had ever happened to me, not that it ever would, but if that had ever happened to me, I'd have just picked up the ball and left. <laughs> the rest of the day, what's the rest of the day going to do? It's going to get better somehow? Like, the tiger is going to come say, hey, John, even better. You know, just pick it up and leave. And then when you when people say to you, well, how did it go today? Nancy Lopez said this. What happened after that? Nothing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, which is probably what I should have done because had there been a tiger there, he would have come and probably been honest and said Nancy was just being kind. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, listen, whether you are a legend of the game, whether you're just getting with the game, you're you're really, really good or you're really, really bad. It doesn't matter because it is the best game in the world. But keep in mind that the same people invented golf and called it a game, then invented bagpipes and called it music. That is true. And it makes me think that maybe not all of life is a gift. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> yeah. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.